Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the podcast with all women talking all football. Her Fantasy Football can now be heard on our new home, Blog Talk Radio, that is brought to you by National Gridiron Network. You can also check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I am Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. All right, people, we're into week Seven of football. Get them out of your lineups, people. New Orleans Saints. Almost halfway done. there. Oakland Raiders out. They're on by, people. Get them out. Get them out. Now, Ashley, how is more money, more problems doing for you? It's kind of a sad week, guys. With you know, Adrian Peterson, our thoughts are with you and the horrific news, um, you know, of your two-year-old son dying. So, you know, we just want to throw out a little love to AP this week and you know say we're thinking about you. It's really such sad news. Um, but on a funny note, the a Browns fan actually posted for Whedon's job on Craigslist. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> it was amazing. Literally amazing. Literally, this is what it says. It goes, have you played pro football? And then it's like, college ball? High school ball? Peewee? Have you played Madden before? You know, do you know some rules of football? If yes, keep reading. And if no, we'll also keep reading. We will take anyone. I love it. It's so good. Uh, Well, this is all due to that, like, pitch or whatever that was. For the interception in the fourth quarter last week, that was, I mean, some people are saying maybe one of the worst plays in football history. Oh, my gosh. Brutal. (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) I feel bad, though. He actually played a decent game. He actually did play a decent game. And I'm going to get to my outline because it's actually really funny when you compare it. But it's, I mean, I just love that actual Craigslist. I mean, because people actually get jobs on Craigslist these days. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I don't all think, my good nannies. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the NFL is not perusing the Craigslist pages for, you know, replacements <laughs> for their IR, but, you know. But they might be on LinkedIn. Might as well throw it out there, right? <laughs> you know, no harm, no foul. Um, but speaking of fouls, shocker of all shocker, guys, Sue was fined again $31,500 for the hit on our one and only Mr. Whedon last week. He's in every problem. Gosh. Every problem. I mean, this makes what? It's like the second seven. time he's been fined he's this seven. season and seventh in his career. Yeah. That's you know, nuts. And, and that's not even counting the two game suspension he had for stomping on uh, the Green Bay Packer guard in 2011. <laughs> Remember that one? That doesn't even count that one. That's like yeah. his own separate category for that. Um, so. Here we are with Sue getting into some more trouble again. But, you know, it wasn't actually a flag. And a lot of people think that he's going to contest it and win. That he's he... got a target on his back and that people felt like it was actually a legal hit. Uh, I haven't looked over the tape, but I don't remember there being some crazy hit. I mean, maybe, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I mean, you know, there are a lot of hard hits in the NFL. That's part of the deal. But... I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. But this is what happens when you continue to make a spectacle of yourself. People notice you. Let him play. Yeah, Let I mean, that's, play. that's the thing. Every little thing he does, 
is always bigger than it is because of his history of doing some really nasty stuff. So when he does something that maybe we, nobody else we could find for, it's just because they're trying to, like, I think try to hold him at bay a little bit. Be like, well, he didn't stop on someone's face this time. So we'll just right. find him 31,000 this time. It's crazy. You know? uh, so, yeah, I mean, Sue, keep it coming, buddy. You give Sue's me more to talk sued. about. I, know, I think Sue's giving me more to talk about and more money, more problems than any other player thus far. <laughs> so thanks for that, buddy. And then really all we have, guys, is the ever-so-fun Ursay and uh, Peyton Manning controversy that we mm. have. Uh, Ursay basically sitting there saying how uh, Peyton Manning was there for, what, 14 seasons and only won one Super Bowl? And uh, John Fox has gotten in the middle of it. Like, John Fox is, like, guns a-blazing, pissed off for a Peyton Manning here. And Peyton's just kind of keeping mum about it, which I know has Courtney a little concerned. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, I worry because this is going to be a very emotional game for him. Oh, Whether oh, he yeah. says it or not, it's like... How could it not be? Absolutely. And I don't, it's emotional I don't for like, me. I don't like Peyton playing on emotions. I don't like it. It scares me. I, uh, it's just... It's, it's a lose-lose situation for Peyton, I feel like. And I don't... I just... I'm not into it. I'm not into it. And I think he, the owner knew that. And that's why he said it. He's like, let me get into his head just a little bit more. Let's go ahead and throw this big ceremony to celebrate him before the game. That'll be fun. And then uh, I will make this comment, you know, right before, the, you know, a week before the game. So it's just like festering in his head during practice. I can't well, handle it. And now Ursa is saying it's been blown out of proportion and that wasn't how the interview really went. And you're taking this one little line, which is probably too. I'm, you know, I'm sure if you took one comment I said <laughs> in a day, you could make it real bad. But... Um, I mean, I listened to the guy who interviewed him, and he's like, you know, Ursay loves to ramble, and he just rambles, and I got him after a long day of an owner's dinner or whatever, and he'd already just had a 10-minute interview after it, after it, and then I got him, and it was, like, game on for him. He's just, Ursa just kept going and going, and he's like, I mean, he didn't, he didn't seem as negative as the quote came off. He said, you know, he, he loves Peyton, and it wasn't like that. Um, but he said what he said, you know, and I wrote it. I mean, he's like, it was it was gold to me. So well, he, I was think- <laughs> he was drunk. <laughs> you may have been drunk. You could have been. The- yeah, I don't know. I'm I don't know. Owner's dinner, wagon, that though. says drunk. I'd be drunk. drunk. I'd, be, pro- I'd be beyond drunk. It probably drunk. was owner's a brunch, dinner? actually, I think. But that doesn't matter. I mean. <laughs> owner's lunch is definitely drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so he's drunk. Brunch, Bloody Marys, pouring, free pouring. Absolutely. I know. I love Fox. Peyton's too classy to make a comment back to him. It's like. Mm. I think he's just fueling the fire. I mean, if anybody gets a fire underneath him, like Peyton's like cool and collected, but at the same time, so competitive that to me, yeah. I'm like, you just kind of screwed yourself here because you just kind of insulted him. And all he's going to want to do is come out here on the field that you booted him from and show you that you made a mistake. Do you think there's a chance that Peyton doesn't retire a Colt? Like, if he wins a championship in Denver, if this continues, do you think he'll retire a Bronco? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's not going back. Really? They have luck. You think he's going to go back and I mean, they're retiring his number. Well, yeah, they they have people sign for a day so they can retire on their original team, like Danny and Tomlinson retired a Charger. Yeah. Right, right. Um... I think it's going to depend on how he does here. I mean, if he wins a Super Bowl here, if he wins three Super Bowl here, 
you know, knock on wood, that'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> Three Super Bowls. Say wow. It. What yeah. kind of like PEDs do you have this guy on? Because that's what's going to take. <laughs> He's going to have to be on performance-enhancing drugs to be able to do three Super Bowls. Nope. He might be suspended for the first six weeks, people, but he's still going to take us to one Super Bowl championship. Yeah. <laughs> totally worth it. He's got, like, gold pumping through his veins. He doesn't need performance-enhancing uh, drugs. I don't know. That's wrong. a good question. I'm interested to see. But I think, you know, I know he ended it well with the Colts. Um, but I know that he's invested a lot of money into Denver, too. So it's his home now. I don't know. We'll see. His Papa John's are going crazy here, by the way. Oh, I ordered Papa John's in the first game of the NFL. You they have say to. This, they say the spikes of Papa John pizzas on Sundays in Denver from the, Pey- the Peyton Manning-owned Papa John's pizzas is, like, record numbers insane. And there's, like, a little cardboard cutout <laughs> Peyton Manning for the different franchises that he actually owns. It's amazing. How many people have stolen one of those? Oh, and sure. when do we get to? I'm sure. They probably stole one and ordered pizza, and they just sit there talking to Peyton Manning, eating their Papa John's, watching football on Sundays. That's what I would do. So good. So good. I have two nieces that live out there, but maybe I'll just fly out to steal a Peyton Manning cutout from Papa John's. (laughs) Can I make that my Christmas gift request right now? (laughs) That and orange Julius t-shirt. Yep. I like it. Money. Oh, we're not Bronco fans at all here. All right. Brandon, social media. What you got? Oh, goodness gracious. All right, you guys, tons of questions, so we're going to keep it pithy, and we're going to keep it informative. All right, Darnell Bright, one of our new followers. Hello, Darnell. He asked us, would you bench Jordan Cameron for Kembrell Tompkins? I don't know. I I mean, this was really funny because when we were doing our notes today, Brandon actually asked me, did you mean to have Kembrell Tompkins on your bench? I did ask. I was like, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. Okay. But I'm so on the fence about it because, I mean, other than, you know, he scored a touchdown in the last seconds. But if he hadn't scored a touchdown, it would have been not been as productive of a week. And he still wasn't one of the higher scoring receivers. But, you know, you got, you know, Whedon in the mix with Cameron. So, oof. I just think there's a whole lot of great tight ends out there that you that's worth benching Karen for we're talking a flex position though I'm assuming yeah I mean if he's saying Kembrell or I know I'm just looking here like yeah. listen I think I, I think Cameron's done you dirty Cameron. and I say you put I say you put in Kembrell you say Cameron at, oh Brandon you're you're the one you're the you're the deciding factor right here you know he's also done it, you dirty this year is Brady uh <sighs> <laughs> I agree, but you know what? Brady always comes alive against the Jets. For this um, week, I already kind of had yeah. an icky game. Yeah, so I think this week I would put in Kemble. I'm not sure um, overall, but weekly, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, next question from at Chris underscore rhyme. Miles Austin or Jarrett Boykin? Ugh. Courtney? Um, I'd say Boykin. I'm in. I'm in the Boykin. You know, Miles yeah, Austin. Yeah, me too. I just, you know, it's just, mm-mm. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't think they're even, I don't know if they really like him there or consider him a, a player more than just a fun guy to talk to on the sidelines. So I'm, in, I'm into Boykins. I agree. And you know what? They didn't have a place for him in the offense when he was healthy. So now that he's kind of so-so, I don't yeah. see that changing. And we got the Kardashian curse. You just stay away. Yeah, it's holding steady, right? Mm, yep. uh, Bush is uh, a machine. 
Bush is a machine yeah. right now. You leave but, him alone. Yeah. Well, we got him in Detroit. That's why. How yeah. many years did that take? <laughs> Too it's many. Like a while. Yeah. Uh, at Kathy Luck, uh, what's the deal with Trent Richardson? My number one pick. Any hope? Ka- Kathy, is that correct? Yes. Are you not enjoying the five points he's gotten you the last few weeks, Kathy? <laughs> Be grateful. Is, uh, is that what you're trying to tell me here? <laughs> I don't... Uh, you know, I think there is there is hope and potential for him. Um, he was, you know, one of those weeks against Seattle, which is one of the top defenses, period. So, and then the other one was against the Chargers, where it was just like throwing the ball central. So, I, I think there is hope for Richardson. I think the better question is, who else do you have? And I think Richardson is really going to come down to a kind of a matchup to matchup. Like, I think he's going to see the end zone this week, though, personally. I think he really will. Yeah, I start everyone against Denver because at some point they have so many points. The other team scores. Every, yeah, everybody Just, scores. Yeah. You know, so I would start him this week. But you're right. I, he's a matchup guy. He's not a must play. Sorry. No. He didn't end up being an AP or a Frank mm-hmm. Gore or Matt Forte. He's just not even close. No. Sorry. But matchups wise, I mean, look at your matchups. It's possible. Maybe. Keep him on your roster. I wouldn't play him this yeah. week. Just be excited when you get more than five points, you know? Be an optimist. Like, maybe he'll get seven today. Right. Hey, that's how I am with Chris Johnson. <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe he and Chris Johnson hang out on the weekends. That's yeah, right. they have the same vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, uh, I think it's Cy Delish. I like it. Uh, she, has, she gets to start uh, two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex. And here are her players, and we're going to decide the five she plays. Calvin Johnson... Bench him. No. Um, Calvin Johnson, T.Y. Hilton, Eric Decker, Keenan Allen, Vincent Brown, Jaquiz Rogers, Frank Gore, and Andre Ellington. That's a lot of you go me to remember. Uh, it should be on your outline. Um, I think Frank Gore is in. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Listen, Eric Decker needs to be punished for all of his balls dropped. I would say that this is the week that Peyton <laughs> is going to spank him on the bottom. And although Peyton loves oh. to give the ball back to people who drop it, therefore Eric has touches, um, I'm thinking T.Y. and Calvin for your wide receivers. I kind of like Jack Quiz. Of course, I just like Jack Quiz because, again, the name, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But Snellian had a concussion, you know, and so I think he's – probable to come back but jack was had a really good week last week you know and jackson's still out and i think it, this has been a situation where they kind of start who's hot and jack was mm-hmm. has been hot so i like jack was rogers a lot in this situation i think frank gore is always a pretty solid choice and you never know when kaepernick's gonna go kaepernick on you so gore is always steady mm-hmm. um calvin johnson for me is you just can't bench calvin johnson because you're you look foolish when he blows up but we all know i hate ty right now Mm-hmm. Listen, course, I, yeah. I do like I like Keenan Allen this this week for a flex. I think that's a smart choice. I like that pickup, and I think mm-hmm. that that should be your flex. Yeah, my first compliment is great team management. Yeah, because obviously mm-hmm. you picked up Keenan Allen and Andre Ellington. That means you're paying attention. So congrats, first of all. I don't think this is the week to play Andre Ellington, but he's definitely moving up the ranks. So yeah. that's cool. I'd play Calvin Johnson, Keenan Allen. Vincent Brown. T.Y. Hilton as a flex. Once again, I play everyone uh. against Denver. Everybody. And I would play Jaquiz Rogers and Frank Gore. Andre Ellington this week against San Francisco. I'm not totally sold on, but in the future, I think he's going to be a great play. 
one mm-hmm. last question. This one's special, and um, it's from our Facebook account. And it's really, you know, it was crazy when I got this because I was like, gosh, this question. Hmm. What is the best way to celebrate beating someone who is 5 and 0? Oh? Ashley, do you want to participate yeah. in this? This is from our, <laughs> our listener, Angela Livingston. Angela enjoyed, like, smearing my name across Facebook about how she beat me. <laughs> in the last second, I had Andrew Luck playing, and I was ahead by one point with one minute left to go when he threw that interception and I lost by one point and I've been undefeated kicking everybody's honey in that league and she was was so jazzed even her brother piped in not the the brother I used to be friends with but Troy their older brother who lives in a different state was like oh yeah yep that's good shut up Troy (laughs) ridiculous what you can do do is you can apologize to me and buy me flowers and say you really should have won, Ashley. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, congrats, Ange. You'll be my one loss for the season. Soak Good. it up. Love it. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Make sure you love reach you. out to us on Twitter. We love hearing from you. Her Fantasy FB, and we're on Facebook. Give us a like. Now, moving on to some football. Once again, New Orleans Saints out. Oakland Raiders out. Thursday night, though, we've got a game, Seattle Seahawks at Arizona Cardinals. Ashley? Yeah, you know, we've got Marshawn Lynch, who you were playing. Um, week in, week out, you know, you have, he puts up good numbers for you. And I don't expect this week to be any different. He scored the second most points last week and the third most points overall. He is a must-start. You know, and he's going up against, you know, a tough Arizona D defending the rush. They really are quite actually pretty good. So don't expect another 26-point game from him this week. It's not going to happen. But I do think you can expect double-digit points from Marshawn Lynch, which, as we all know right now, is really all you can really hope for for a running back at this point. Seattle D is yeah. just, you know, as is, is good as they've been, you know. I mean, they the Chiefs' defense right now is just, like, blowing everybody else away. Like, it's crazy how many more points they have than, like, every Bananas. other defense. Like, borderline almost double the points. It's, it's ridiculous. But Seattle is second-best defense in the league, you know, by another pretty good margin over who comes in third. So, you know, they scored double-digit points last week against a team that doesn't give up that many points to defenses. So imagine how well the Seahawks are going to fare against a team that gives up the six most points. I think you get the picture. you got to start the Seahawks. It's going to be a really good week for them for the defense. Gut calls. Ugh. Our favorite. Brandon's favorite. The, the sweater lover, Russell Wilson. You know, he is right on the cusp of being a must-start, but there are still eight other quarterbacks who scored more points than him last week, you know, as well as 12 other quarterbacks who scored more total points, you know, in the season. So, I mean, he did muster up 16 points, which was on, you know, the higher-scoring weeks for him, you know, and it was against the Titans who have allowed the fourth-least points to quarterbacks this season, so he should favor a little better against a fairly mediocre defense, you know, defending a quarterback, so... I think this could actually be a pretty decent week for Wilson, but you really need to kind of look and see who you else you have. I'm guessing he's probably one of your top picks. So you probably don't have anybody great. So uh, who you're benching? Every single freaking wide receiver on the team. Bench them. The crew continues. Pick up Harvin. They continue to be stagnant and putting up paltry points. Doug Baldwin is the best of the best, and that ain't saying much. You know, so don't go near these guys. Period. Baldwin's. That's why they need Harvin. Who's your pick, right. Ash? Oh, yeah. Um, being as I'm really behind in uh, our picks here, and I seem to never pick the right team. 
I'm gonna go Seahawks. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Interesting team, you guys. Really, really interesting. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. That's what my daughter says when she hates dinner. Mom, this is interesting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've taught her well. Uh, Yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's cool. Um, No one's a must play. Because they're playing Seattle, and that's a pretty general thing. I'm not going to get too worked up about that. Pretty much if anyone's playing Seattle in a skilled position, you kind of downgrade them a little bit. Fitzgerald, we have him ranked 25 this week, which is pretty low for him. How frustrating was he? He wasn't even really supposed to play last week, and then he blows up. Yeah. Jerk. Yeah. He really did. He had 117 receiving yards, one touchdown, and one fumble, which was weird. The fumble weird was fumble. weird. I, yeah. I, I, he doesn't fumble. Odd. No, it was very weird. Um, and that was at San Francisco. So he might have a good game, actually, but on paper, it, it's worrisome. And he's still having uh, hamstring issues. So it's, you may not have a better option, but I'd understand being nervous. Andre Ellington, we were just talking about this in the, in the pre-show. He's your pickup if he's available. He is, he's been picked up in a lot of leagues. But if he's still there, you should definitely check him out. Um, Last week, he had 56 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown and 36 yards receiving. Uh, the last two weeks, he's really kind of gone up in running back production, and it looks like he's outing um, Richard Mendenhall from his position. They're going to still use Mendenhall. He's a bench warmer this week, uh, but he's just not going to be the, the kind of featured starting back that we thought he was going to be. You know, last week, he had 40 rushing yards and two yards receiving. He's Why a Eden? bench warmer for life, Brennan. He's, well... I feel for him. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I don't know but, why either. Since when were you a Mendenhall fan? We're, we're, we're friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also on the bench, Michael Floyd. However, good news, he may be the number one or the number two wide receiver we've been looking for. Had a good week last week, uh, 44 receiving yards and a touchdown. And uh, you know what? If you missed out on the Percy Harvin train, like I said, for Seattle, uh, Michael Floyd might be a good pickup. He's actually picking up some steam, and you know what? You kind of need these guys that are filling in. Wide receivers are dropping like flies. I don't know what's going on. So he's an interesting pickup. And then Carson Palmer, if you're not starting him, or if you start him, that's just sad. My pick is Seattle. Seattle. Well, I think, yeah, it's Seattle, people. I mean, I don't. Although this is that kind of game, you know, it could, it's Arizona, Arizona could very easily win this one. Arizona and um, I like their defense. Is good. I, I like their defense. I do, yeah. and I don't think it's actually a bad play to play against Seattle either, because as we said, really, Marshawn Lynch is is your player. So, and they're not scoring crazy amount of points, Seattle. No, which again is good no. for your defense. You know, Absolutely. Seattle's winning, but they're not scoring a lot of points. You know, if I didn't have Marshawn Lynch, I'd pick Arizona to win this. But I need I need two touchdowns for Marshawn, so <laughs> I'm going I'm going Seattle on this one. Let's start Sunday morning off right with a really good matchup: Tampa Bay 0-5 and Atlanta Woo. Falcons 1-4. This game is sexy. Sexy. Yeah. Well, you know who's sexy? <laughs> Vincent Jackson. Welcome back to the must-starts. Hello. 114 receiving yards, two touchdowns. That's what I want to see from my wide receiver one. Thank you. Atlanta gives up the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers, so look for another nice week. Seems like he and Glennon actually got some reps in. Nice. 
uh, got calls. Doug Martin, middling. Uh, Unbelievable. Mm. Just, <laughs> I can't continue to tell you that he's a must start. They love him. I mean, he is getting 25.4 touches a game. But then once they get to the end zone, he's had only like only 3% of his touches have come in the red zone. I mean, he has almost the highest touches of any running back in the league right now. It's unbelievable. I think he they has him just work most. down the field, and they never give him the ball in the in the red zone. It's it mind blowing. Well, why would they when they got Glennon at the helm, baby? I mean, he's gonna be just like yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> him, obviously, it's zone. working for them in an zero and yep. five record. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. Muscle hamster. That's why down. I put. I feel like something's got to give, but win, win. Uh, Tim Wright, hello, welcome to the league. How you doing, Tim Wright? So he's ranked number twenty for the tight ends. Uh, but listen, he actually was an undrafted rookie this year who used to play with Coach Shiano at Rutgers. I love undrafted players. They've worked so much harder. They really do. Yeah. I'm cheering for this guy. Last week he had 91 yards receiving, and that's the most yards for a Tampa Bay tight end, tight end since 2011. Eesh. I don't know what this says about Tampa Bay. Uh, but, yeah, so, anyway, I think he's interesting. And Atlanta gives up the seventh most fantasy points to tight ends. They give up a lot of fantasy points in general. So there you go. Uh, he might be a decent play. Also, Mike Glennon is our 21st-ranked quarterback. That's not great. But, you know, Atlanta gives up the fifth-most fantasy points to quarterbacks. And his wide receivers are coming to, the, to play. And last week he had 275 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception, and 20 rushing yards. And in a deep league, if you have Breeze on a bye and you didn't have a backup, I don't know who would do that. Me. Uh, he might be an okay. <laughs> what idiot would do that? What oh. idiot would do that? Oh. Uh, he might be a backup, although I picked up Foles for that. But you might not have a Foles available. So you get Glennon. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Bench warmers, no one really. I would try Tampa Bay. Almost everybody, including their defense against Atlanta. I think Atlanta's struggling. And for that, I'm going to pick Tampa Bay to win because I'm crazy. And Atlanta's falling apart like death becomes her. It's Remember like, when, like, pieces just fell off of her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it's what's still, happening to Atlanta. It's still Meryl Streep's best work. Absolutely. <laughs> Brandon, the um, actress, is, like, crying inside. But I said, I'm, I know how much she loves this movie. It's classic. You're thinking, no, you're thinking She-Devil. With Roseanne Barr. Do you remember that one? That's her best work. That's another podcast, that's, people. That's but good let me work. tell you, we could get into some serious '80s Meryl Streep. But we're talking we with, with Goldie Hawn and Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's solid work right there. You know what? People need to work. Let's Guys, that little tiny break on Sunday between the afternoon games and the primetime game. Put a little she devil or a death becomes her on. Put you, <laughs> put, put you in the mood. I love how you said the Falcons are kind of struggling because I feel like that's like an enormous understatement. Yeah. Enormous. Like when I had to find someone for like who to start here, I was like, mm, uh, but I'm saying Tony Gonzalez. Like we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here to find a must start with the imploding, imploding Atlanta Falcons. But you know, when Tony, you can trust, he's still a top 10 tight end right now and he's steady. I mean, he'll be playing against a defense that gives like a lot him. of points to tight ends. So he, you should actually see some good looks at the ball this week. So both of these teams, actually, they don't like, they're kind of like a weird team that like scores decent amount of fantasy points. Not great fantasy points, but they'll still score you points. The teams just are terrible and aren't winning. So right. try to block that out of your head. 
got calls with Jack with Rogers. You know, the Falcons were on a bye week last week and hopefully, you know, got some good soul searching in because boy, do they need it. Um, they also need some healing. You know, mm. this team has been plagued with injuries this year. Jack was Rogers has been the beneficiary of those injuries, you know, to Snelling and Jackson. He scored 17 points this week before the bye against a very good Jets defense. Um, last week, week before that, sorry. Um, you know, the only issue is that Snelling might be coming back this week from his concussion. And Jackson's return is unknown. I'm pretty sure he's not playing this week, though. Um, but, you know, even when that's the case, he still gets around averaging around eight points per week. So, I mean, he's still on a bad play, even though they got kind of committee going. It's, it's a good flex option, maybe an RB2, depending on your bye weeks, you know. I'm not sure that's this is the bye week with uh, Oakland and uh, the Saints as they're not exactly running back powerhouses, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we got, you know, I again. Love Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pierre Thomas when he decides to play one game a year. Thanks. It's good. It's um, good. I guess I have a theme here because I'm benching all the wide receivers on the Atlanta Falcons as well. I'm I actually, wide when I went I'm through all of our notes, I realized all of us did that. Yeah. We're just not playing wide receivers this week, turns out. No. I mean, Julio Jones is out, as I'm sure you've heard. And the only wide receiver, <laughs> you know, has put up any points, like, worth anything to you, you know, it was, it was him. You know, Harry Douglas might emerge, you know, from like, a tender, um, but not really. You know, you should definitely have better options than Harry Douglas at the moment on your bench. So, I mean, if you really had to dig that deep, maybe Douglas, but for the most part, just don't go there. Um, for my pick on this one, I think I might go Tampa Bay. I'm going Tampa Bay. I'm doing it. Nice. Yeah. I'll add to my losses. I like it. <laughs> who's, the, who's the quarterback for Atlanta? Matt Ryan. I'm, I'm exactly. over talking about him. Are you done? I'm over. Are you done? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I like, I like teams coming off a bye. I'm all in on Atlanta. I'm going. I'll be the winning this week as well from, since you guys picked the 0-5 Buccaneers. Anyways. <laughs> um, oh, and your 1-4 was such a better yeah. pick. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Even though the, I'm, I'm yeah. mad because Julio broke a nail in his foot hey, why and don't you start my Roddy fantasy White this, team. You should start Roddy White this week too, Courtney. Yeah, I would, yeah. except isn't he on your team? Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah. Why am I still holding on to him? Because there's no better options at wide receiver right now. Clearly, they're all on our benches. Oh, Cincinnati Bengals at Detroit Lions, both four and two. This is a game. This is a game. The Greenster. I've got him ranked number two this week for wide receivers, guys. He had another good week. He scored 16 points at 103 yards and scored a touchdown. Not too shabby. He's the eighth-ranked receiver, which makes him a no-brainer for a must-start here. And the Lions' secondary is, like, truly, truly terrible. Like, mm. one of the worst in the league. So, when A.J. Green's scoring good points on decent defenses, expect, like, an enormous week this week from A.J. Green. Love it. Go Greenster. Big fan. Uh, gut calls. Andy Dalton. Um, we have him ranked 18, as Brandon has said earlier. Not great. Not a great ranking. Mm. But... <laughs> Um, no. I really should name this section um, for this team the bye week check. Because Dalton had a nice little week last week, actually, guys. He put up 24 points last week. It was like the third highest scoring quarterback. You know, I mean, don't expect to see that trend continuing. Let's, let's make that very clear right now. You're not going to see Dalton as a top three quarterback every week. 
But like Brandon says, if you've got Pryor and Breeze on your bench, he might be someone you need to pick up if you weren't somebody that decided to keep a quarterback on your bench for buys. So he's someone you can look at. Uh, Giovanni Bernard and Benjavis Green Illis. Great names. You know, God. Right? Mm. I know. That's probably the best mm-hmm. tandem names you have. we have in the league right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Bernard had a big week with 15 points. You know, and Green Ellis was still, you know, able to pull 18 points in last week. You know, so when these guys are getting you points, I mean, while I hate committees because they're frustrating, at least both these guys are fairly productive. And it's probably one of the most productive tandems in the league right now. So I think it's something to look for, especially if you need someone on a, on a flex position because they're going to get you points at least. My bench... Bengals D. This is a tough one. People might be a little bit, you know, not agreeing with me on this one. But I don't love the Bengals D this week because they're going up against the Lions who just, like, chuck the ball down the field. And they score a lot. Yeah. You know? I agree with this. they got a big offense, you know? So the Lions have given up the six fewest points to defenses. So I think you've got better options out there. You know, where this gets tricky is that, you know, you may only have one defense. And with the bye weeks, you aren't maybe willing to drop anyone to get a new defense. So with that said... You could do worse as the Bengals are the fifth best defense in the league right now, but ugh, by weeks, they're very, very tricky, tricky to navigate, and this might ruin your week. Just saying. <laughs> this might ruin your week. This might ruin that, your week. And it might rain. Yeah. That, it's, pro- it's probably going to rain. By the way. <laughs> uh, this was a really hard one for me to pick who I think is going to win this one. I'm going to go Lions. Lions. Well, and this is why. Because they have Calvin Johnson. I mean, Johnson played last week so the Lions could win and not his fantasy honors. I mean, that is for darn sure. I cannot, um, I'm, well, I'm still angry. Anyways, I love you. You're still a must start because you can't bench Megatron. <laughs> he will blow up. So we're playing him. We're playing him. Um, Matthew Stafford. Huge week last week, 248 yards. He did have one interception, but I don't know if you noticed, he had four touchdowns. Yes, I said that, four touchdowns last Sunday against the Browns. And the Browns are a good D. Oh, yeah, yeah, Uh absolutely, and so are the Bengals. I don't think Uh it matters because he's got Chris Durham who helps him out and uh, that Fourier guy who I saw on a network this morning, he's very handsome. Very. twelve. He's he, very young. I'm I'm young. Yeah, Courtney's young. He can't be twelve. He's not twelve. Twenty two. He's out of college. <laughs> was he born was he born in the nineties? That's my cutoff. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're no, out. he's definitely yeah, he's You're young. Out. But he's very cute <laughs> and New rule. Um New rule. Nineties check. I nineties <laughs> check. That's right. <laughs> I would watch out jumping on the bandwagon with him just because, listen, he has a great game, and then he has a zero-point game. And guess what? He had a great game last week, so I don't expect him to have um, a huge game this week, but who knows? He might Fourier us and score three touchdowns. So on that note, Reggie Bush, bam, 78 yards rushing, a touchdown, and another 57 yards receiving. Cincinnati gives up the ninth fewest fantasy points to running backs, but you know Bush catches the ball. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. he PPR plays. Leagues. I don't think he plays into that. You know, Bell has he's a got- rib injury. I'm not sure if he's playing or not. I heard he's out, so that is going to be that many more touches for Bush. Mm. Bush has got yeah. good hands. Yeah, yeah. That's what Kim Kardashian said, at least. 
Yeah. Now, bench warmers, <laughs> you guys, Ryan hey, Royals. Hey. I mean, he's still owned by 19% of leagues. I think that's too much. You know, he's had zero <laughs> catches. He had zero catches zero. last week against Cleveland. Hello. And 27 yards the week before. I, I don't know. I think that might be too much. Maybe my favorite yeah. count of the day thus far. I, I think I think we need to drop <laughs> him off your rosters, people. Get him out. Bye-bye. Bye bye. bye 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 um my we've po- been singing a lot in the last couple of weeks here well you know i like mm-hmm. it i've had singing yeah. in the rain i've had the flower drum song in my <laughs> dvd player for two nights in a row it's just intense i'm going i'm going to detroit <laughs> Ashley, did you pick detroit um i did pick detroit i went lions okay I'm going to go to Detroit, too, because I have an upper Midwest bias. Yeah, you I'm do. admitting it. How'd, How'd that work out for you last week with the Vikings? Oh. oh, those Vikings. Mm. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Moving on to the Bears. Chicago Bears at Washington Redskins. Great. So nobody puts baby Brandon in the corner. <laughs> Blew up last week. Loving it. And you know what? Cutler and Marshall will never break up. No. Even when a pretty young thing turns Cutler's head, yeah, we're talking to you, Alshon. Jay makes sure to right the ship. He comes back, never bench Marshall. Don't get cute. You will lose every time. It's because all do guys it. like crazy. They like their women crazy. They like mm-hmm. it a little crazy. And Brandon Marshall brings the crazy. Mm-hmm. Brings the crazy. Brings it. Good for him. Uh, Matt Forte, yeah, you know what? It's sad when you're disappointed that your running back got you over 10 points. And you're still disappointed because you were like, I wanted a million. Your forte. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? He got 90. He has yet to get under 90 yards of offense in any game. He is awesome. It's a sexy matchup because Washington gives up the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. And they sometimes don't play football. I don't know if you've seen a Washington Redskins game this year, but they're a little terrifying. If I were a fan, I'd be really concerned. Sometimes they don't show up. It's very weird. So (laughs) hopefully he's going to be back to his elite fantasy running back status. Also, on that note, Chicago defense. Mm. Yeah, they take away a lot of balls. They really are a big turnover team. And um, Washington's given up the ninth most fantasy points to to defenses this year. So, see ya. Uh, Gut calls. Jay Cutler. I ranked him really high this week. I'm hoping this is another reverse psychology thing, like with the Philip Rivers, when I finally ranked him in, like, the top five, and he got, like, <laughs> ten points. Uh, Cutler's going to get a lot of points. Sorry, guys. And, and just like last week when we said he'd have a great game, he did 262 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, Woohoo! Uh, 20 yards rushing. It was great. If you have Drew Brees and you can get Cutler, good on you. Oh, this man, I'm week. sorry. Cutler's... Cutler's sliding is the best. It's just the best. Like, one time I thought he almost knocked himself out. He, yeah. like, slid and, like, hit his head back. I was like, oh, it's, it's too good. And I must say, he's trying for a baby, so he's getting laid a lot. When what a man's getting laid for a baby. How do oh, you yeah, know that? Kristen, Kristen, I watch E! News, lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't watch CNN. It's too depressing lately. You got you got to get your news somewhere <laughs> yeah. else. So Kristen Cavallari's uh, uplifting. Yeah, she wants a second baby. They want a second baby now. Their their first baby just turned fifteen months, I think. So I mean, they're on it. They're trying. She said they're trying everything possible to get pregnant right now. So 
He's getting laid, so he's airing it out this week. Is that why he's sliding? Someone so he went doesn't to get Costco. Somebody went to Costco. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's hope not. Let's hope it's in her. No, let's go. Let's move on. Anyways. Oh, oh yeah. It got weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Martellus Bennett, ninth ranked tight end. Way to go, Courtney. Uh, listen, he proves week after week that he's the model of consistency. And when you have a tight end, that's what you want. That's what you need. He only had one week with 10 yards. Other than that, he's been fantastic. And he's the ninth ranked tight end overall in average points per game. Keep it up. He is working with a bum knee, but he's expected to play. That's why he's in the gut calls. So just putting it out there. Alshon Jeffrey, I'm also putting him in the gut calls um, because Washington gives up a ton of fantasy points to wide receivers, but he did have a bum week last week. So I'm just yeah. telling you it's okay to be nervous, but it's okay to take a chance too. Um, just know that Cutler looks for Marshall and then Bennett and then Jeffrey. That's just the way it is. Play accordingly. Um, bench warmers, as I said, I almost put Jeffrey there, but I didn't because of the matchup. So, you know what? Yeah, play the Bears. And for that, I'm picking Chicago. They're a better team, and I, I am concerned about Washington. As you should be. Yeah. As you should be. But listen, Alfred Morris is a must-start. 81 yards and a mm-hmm. touchdown last week against Dallas. There's nothing to complain about that. Bam. Helio, Helio whatever, gave back... Seven points to Morris, just like I said he would last week. I said that you know, guy, whatever that guy. I you know he he foria us two weeks ago. So you know what he gave it right back to Morris. He's in the running. We like him. He's playing. We have him ranked ten. Start him. Pierre Garcon ranked twelve. We're playing him. I mean, it's amazing how fantasy and winning games in the nothing NFL to have do with nothing to do with each <laughs> other. Nothing. Because we're playing Pierre. Get it together, people. Yeah, we're playing Pierre. I like him. He's sexy. Mm-hmm. 69 yards out of 15 targets. Mm. You know, I, I'm just into him. I like it. You know, he had a hard time getting out of coverage, but Chicago isn't good against the wide receivers. And Archery 3 wants to give him the ball. So we expect him to be a top 20 wide receiver this week. I like him. With that said, gut calls, RG3. We have him ranked 15th, so only if you're in a deep league are you playing him. But the man still gets points. He had 256 yards passing, one interception, one fumble, but 77 yards (laughs) rushing people. He's starting to run again. And when RG3 gets in his element, he starts putting up big points. The fact that they're letting him run, I like that this week. I think he's going to be a different quarterback. I'm almost almost in a must-start. Yeah, yeah, they do want him to run. They need mm-hmm. him to run. Yeah. Bench warmers, Jordan Reed, Fred Davis. <laughs> I feel like this is your mission in life, It Courtney. is. I'm telling Don't you. Don't play these people. Oh, well, no, son. <laughs> Jordan Reed, he's, he's new. He's coming up. I think he will play really well the second half of the season. So keep him on your radar. But Fred Davis, people, he's still owned by 33% of leagues. Stop it. Drop him. <laughs> Drop him. It's not, it's like, I don't get it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Pick up Jordan Reed. Have him benched. I don't think this is the week to start him, but I think there will be weeks. I do. Um, unfortunately, ugh, Washington's just really bad. So my pick's Chicago Bears. So my boyfriend lives in D.C., and I was just out there this weekend, and I was so thankful that my plane took off before that game started. I was so <laughs> glad I didn't have to be there for that they were close in the first half and then it was just like wah, wah. Mm. um 
Bears. You got to go Bears on this. I think, you know, RGC's going to run a little bit more. It's going to be a little closer, but I'm still going Bears. They got too good of, too good of a defense right now. St. Louis Rams at Carolina Panthers. So this is my first podcast being sober. I just want <laughs> to put that out there. How do you feel? feels weird, right? I have to drink when I'm talking about St. Louis. This is actually where I'm getting uncomfortable. St. Louis and Carolina drive people to drink. Their fantasy owners are going crazy because they literally are up and down both teams like crazy town. So, um, listen, St. Louis Rams, there's no one that's like you definitely have to start. But to be honest with you, Sam Bradford had three touchdowns two weeks in a row. No. Somehow he only threw 117 yards. I don't know how you get three touchdowns, 117 yards, but that's insane. So I don't understand him at all. But if you understand him and you want to play him, go for it. Total gut call. He's an enigma. I don't get it, but you get it done. Uh, on top of that, Zach Stacy. He's our 28th run- ranked running back. He's fine. Uh, but the Rams have still, this is week seven, not scored a rushing touchdown. How's that even at possible? All. You guys, I don't know what to say. So once again, if you feel like, yeah, you know, I want to, you know, he did have, you know, he garnered 79 yards rushing, 11 yards receiving, you know, that's, that's you know, what, nine points? It's fine. It's a low end RB two, but I can't give you anything else because they don't seem to score rushing. It's very weird. Uh, for the bench, here's the problem with them. I'm saying bench all their wide receivers, but because Weird people get touchdowns. Last week, it was yeah. Brian Quick, Lance Kendricks, and Corey Harkey. You're saying who? Yeah, seriously. I have no idea who these people are. So unless you think that you know, ah. and that's the problem with fantasy, you guys. This is, I'm, I'm telling you people are going to score, but I have no idea who they are, and neither do you. Let's just be honest. So that's why they're on there. Also, I'm taking a cue from Courtney, and I'm doing a Lance Kendricks, Jared Cook PSA announcement. Um, Listen, yes, Jared Cook had that huge week one performance, but week seven is when you let go of those week one performances. And you just have to act accordingly. It was one good date. One good date. Doesn't make up for it. Didn't make a relationship. Okay. Nope. Nope. Um, Since then, Jared Cook has only averaged 3.4 points per game. And Lance Kendricks, the other tight end, has averaged 5.68 points per game. At bare minimum, at least switch them out. Don't do this anymore to yourself. Just don't do it. Uh, Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton. Listen, I hope you don't get motion sickness. Ashley does because you need Dramamine. This is nuts. He is so up and down. But you can't put him on your bench anymore. You're right. I mean, you can't let him have 30 points on your bench. So I guess get used to it. It's going to be a bumpy ride because it's unbelievable. So... Uh, yeah, last week, 242 passing yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, 30 rushing yards, one rushing TD. I hate you, know? you. Yeah, I mean, so painful. I'm sorry for all the people that had him on, his, on the bench. And last week, he was a gut call. This week, I guess we just have to play him. And you know what? Some games, he'll get six points like the week before, where he had three interceptions and no touchdowns. Sorry. Uh, Carolina defense. Surprise, surprise. They're the fourth best defense in fantasy. Didn't know that? Well, you should, because they're playing the Rams. Good matchup. We like it. Um, D'Angelo Williams. Don't listen to the Jonathan Stewart hype, you guys. He's probably not coming back. He's still hurting, and D'Angelo has proven he's the starter. So I think he's actually a safe play. Greg Olson's back in a walking boot. 
FYI. He says he's going to play, but last week he was a little eh, and he probably still is. Um, and the wide receivers, it's like, it's the same thing with St. Louis. You just have no idea. Just no idea. So <laughs> I'm going, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like Brandon LaFell had a breakout week. Okay. And actually, it's interesting. Steve, Steve Smith, Ted Ginn Jr., and Brandon LaFell have almost the exact same stats. Okay. They're almost all getting like seven points per game. They have virtually the same stats. That's not good enough. Sorry. So, Carolina, I'm going to go with you. But they, they can't seem to really win two times in a row, so I'm a little nervous. But uh, Cam with that 30-point game, I'm still getting over it. You're getting over it? You are? I don't even own him. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm like a masochist this season. Do you know how my quarterbacks are? Sam Bradford, Cam Newton. And then this week I was like, you know what? Why don't I really make my life miserable? And I'll accept a trade with RG3 in it. Just so that I could be frustrated all week long watching my quarterbacks. I It's rate. so good. It's so good. You know what, Ashley? You were ballsy, and you played all three guys that you got in that trade. I and did play all three. two out of three paid out. Two out of three paid out. Yeah. I mean, Wes wasn't But like I had Cam, I had Cam on my bench with 30-some points. I know. No, I know. And Bradford. Insane. I mean, I just I was watching those games. I was, I was thinking of you the whole time. I have yet to put them in on the appropriate week. No. You can't? No. Nope. No, uh, this I'm is why Carolina, it's important though. to draft a breeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lesson, lesson learned this time around. Frustrated. I'm going, I'm going Carolina, though. I think they're starting to pick up their steam. I'm going Carolina as well. I think that, uh, uh, you know, I don't know how you can pick the Rams. Really is my thing. So make sure you guys, you check us out on Block Talk Radio. It's our new home. It's Brought to you by National Gridiron Network. We love them. Come listen to us. Hugs and Over kisses. there as well. Next game, San Diego Chargers at Jacksonville Jaguars. Game of the week. <laughs> <So good>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Antonio Gates, we've got him number five ranked tight end. Uh, you may look at this man the past two weeks and want to scream your head off at his seven points and then two points. I will grant you that two points as a, you know, you might want to throw a phone break at the TV kind of situation. Um, and I get that. But seven isn't too bad. The two points came against, you know, actually a very good Indianapolis defense. People don't really give them the credit they should deserve. But the Jags, this, you know are not as good of a defense. You know, that gives up the seventh most points to tight ends. So you do the math on this one. Phillip Rivers, you know, had another ho-hum kind of week last week, but did a lot, you know, so did a lot of the quarterbacks, actually. He only scored 13 points, but he didn't throw an interception. So there's some what? progress. That's crazy. Right? Wow. It's crazy. Cutler and Phillip didn't throw an interception? It's not. Nuts. The apocalypse is coming. Seriously. Um, you know, with the Colts, again, like we said, our better defense in general that people give them credit for. So our dear Phillip should get you more points this week against the Jags to give up the eighth most points to quarterbacks than he did last week. So feel pretty good about Phillip. And my gut calls Danny Woodhead, guys. I mean, true, the guy didn't score you a ton of points last week, but the two weeks previous, he had scored a lot of points. And he's going to come to Jags, who you know, have given up the six most points to running backs. But you need to remember is that Woodhead also catches a lot of balls, and the Jags are really bad defending wide receivers too. So it's like a double threat with Woodhead. I think he could have a pretty good week this week. I love him. Yeah, I mean, like, don't look at just last week and be nervous because this, this is a really good matchup for Woodhead. My bench, surprise of all surprises, guys. 
the San Diego wide receivers. Yep. Philip has gotten a lot of points, but he hasn't gotten a lot of points thrown to wide receivers. That's for sure. Eddie Royal has accrued the most points thus far, and he's only been targeted 18 times in six games, guys. That's just, like, ridiculous. Like, seriously, you will feel just as bad starting one of them as you would if you started Ryan Matthews. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. I... The Jaguars are a different team now, guys. I... Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. I'm just going to go Chargers. Good for you. Now, I told you guys. I, I, I was 50-50 last week because Cecil Shorts pooped the bed. So He got hurt, though. He got hurt, but he still didn't do anything before he got yeah. hurt. But Boo in the bed. He, he boo-booed. Um, Justin Blackman, I told you, and I'm going to tell you again, we have him ranked number nine. It is no joke. He had 190 yards in week six. He didn't even need a touchdown to get you 19 points. Hello. He's owned in 85% of leagues. Pick him up. If he's available, he's a must start, people. Every week, I don't care who the defense is. He's the only guy on the Jacks. I like him. him. Do you ever wonder who are these 10% of leagues or whatever that that no one's picked him up. A guy I, mean, I work like, with was just like, oh, yeah, I just picked him up. I was like, what? What? And he's in a 10-man league. I was like, it's ridiculous. Hello, watch football, people. It's kind of important when you're playing fantasy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Other than Blackman, we've got nobody for the Jags. It's sad, but that's where it is. So the rest is on your bench. Maurice Jones-Drew, you had your moment last week. You had 71 yards and a touchdown. Thank you so much, but you are back on my bench. It's not going to happen. This is not his week. Mm-mm. Done. Huh. I don't like it. You like it? You guys like it? No. I don't, no. I don't think he's as done as you do, but, I mean, you still have a lot better options out there. You know, you put him in a flex position. If you're in a really deep league, I can see why you'd play him. Um, but he's, I don't know. I feel like last week was his moment. Chad Henney, mm, we have him ranked 25. He had 303 yards last week against the Broncos. It's really good, right? Mm, two interceptions and zero touchdowns. That's, that's not so good. Not, not so, so good. good. Mm. Mm. Sorry, Henny's not ready to beat in your lineup. We're gonna, Those are Eli numbers. Mm. Those are Eli numbers. Those Aww. are. <laughs> and you know what? I picked the San Diego Chargers, but I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. <gasps> I'm taking it back. I'm going for the Jags, you guys. Blackman's what? in. I'm Blackman. All I know. In. This is a tough one. And I am what? going with the Jags for their first win of the season against the San Diego Chargers. You just want to see Philip Rivers' pouty little face on the sideline. Oh. <laughs> I like yeah. Rivers. I do. I like Rivers. But I like Henny, too. Oh, man. You like a sad Rivers more than you like a happy Rivers. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> he is He is really cute, and he's pissed off. Did you see him walking into the game last week with his big uh, belt buckle? His plaid shirt tucked in. It was just, it was priceless. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I was too busy screaming at my television about the fact that he can legally have seven children. <laughs> I bet he's a great dad. Seven? A, yeah. Well, that's okay. He's creating a football team. What do you drive? Do you have to get one of those, like, Chester Molester vans and put all your kids in there? Like, how does it work? He probably has, like, one of those things you hitch to the back. <laughs> you know? Like, we throw the little ones back there. Whatever. I mean, literally, how do you get around? As I'm saying, there's, there's no, yeah, there's no car for nine people. I think they have 10-person vans out there. 
can you see Philip Rivers, a millionaire, rolling down the street in San Diego in a ten-person van? And one well, of those church vans. the nanny vans. in there somewhere. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect size for a seven-kid family. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, I'm gonna pick the San Diego Chargers because the Jags haven't won yet. But I don't feel good about it. I don't feel yeah. I, but I do think that the Chargers are, you know, they're feeling feisty because they're in a good division, which is crazy. But yeah, <laughs> okay. I like it. Buffalo Bills at Miami Dolphins. Boom. Listen, we all got Thaddeus last week. I'm upset. You're upset. I'm not even going to talk about him. There you are. There's your Thaddeus shout out, anyways. <laughs> <sighs> Fred Jackson. You know what? Fred Jackson is a must-start. Okay? He's he's clearly the number one. He's in majority of the time. C.J. Spiller is beat up. Miami gives up the third most fantasy points to running backs. And Jackson should be the one that sees the most benefit of that. So, you know, you're starting Fred. And I'm sorry what he did to you last week. It wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. I, I don't, I'm still upset with Thaddeus about it. You know what? And I'm throwing Scott Chandler in the mix as well. And this is why. Now, I have him ranked 17th, which is not great. But. No. (laughs) No. It's not. But I'm thinking this might be a good week, and I should have ranked him a little higher. You know, Jimmy Graham's out, and not just on a bye, but he's injured as well. Owen Daniels. You have Craig. Greg is in a boot, as Brandon said. You have Cook. Who's he? Who knows? You know? And I'm just saying, Chandler might be his week he had 47 yards and a touchdown granted it came in the fourth quarter but i don't care i don't care i My don't care when it comes can't tell i time. love John that's points. right that's yeah. right and i'm thinking he's gonna help the world in fantasy in week seven win so help the world Ooh. well you know mm. if you if you were looking for a win and you got jimmy graham you know this might be your pickup this might be the the gut call for your team Heal the world. I know. It's like Brandon's like rocking out. I can just see. You know your sister's like going to see you across the screen and know what song you're thinking of. Come on, ladies. All right. CJ Spiller I have as a gut call just because he's injured people. uh, And they're throwing Tashad Choice in to the mix. So he's taking away some of that that CJ touching. And I think it's just because he's injured. So maybe they're giving him. CJ touching? It's the CJ touching. The touching of the ball from CJ. Can't take that away from me. You can't take it away. It's so not cool. <laughs> but they, they're choicing it up. So with that said, I'm putting him as gut call. Hopefully you have a better play this week. And bench warmer, I mean, listen, I think whoever ends up playing quarterback this week, you need to put on your bench. Thaddeus had a great week last week, but I don't see it happening twice and plus, he had a foot sprain, so he can't move around as much. They signed Matt Flynn on Monday. I don't know what's going on with that. It's just, you know, if they don't know who's going to be their quarterback, I'd say you don't play him. Anyways. Miami Dolphin. Dolphins, excuse me. Mike Wallace and Brian Hartland. Now, listen, we have them ranked 23rd and 33rd, but I think this is their week. I think they're going to blow up. I think both of them are going to blow up. I like nice. them. I say owners beware. If they do not show up, then you should just drop them, trade them, do what you need to do to get rid of them. I even say Brandon Gibson is a gut call this week. I like the wide receivers. And since Brandon and Ashley have gone ahead and benched all of their wide receivers, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't see why <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, we did. Yep. Yes. Um, Lamar Miller, I have as a gut call. We have him ranked 19th. 
Um, you know, he's due for a good game. He seems to go bad game, good game, bad game, good game. And so he only had 1.5 points last week. So I'm guessing he's going to have a good week this week. Let's it's got to get better than that. It's got to get better than that. Buffalo yeah. gives up the 11th fewest fantasy points to running backs. So if you have a better option, I'd go there. He's under guard calls. Oh, you know, I've got Chris Johnson. So what am I saying? I don't know. They're both, both bad choices. <laughs> Charles Clay Four is, points is better than 1.5. It's You're right. right it's Courtney. right. It's right. right. That's a Charles, technicality. Charles Clay, we have ranked 13th. Um, you know, Buffalo's defense isn't very good at all. But where they are strong is covering the tight end. So although I do like Charles Clay, I'm thinking this is not the week to play him. Clay is only owned by 59% of leagues. So I would say pick him up. Don't play him, but pick him up. Bench warmers, Ryan Tannehill. I mean... I don't know. We have them ranked 14th, which I think is crazy. But as I said, the, wi- the wide receivers are going to get touchdowns. So maybe Ryan Tannehill will do a few things. But I think he has the possibility of getting two interceptions and possibly a fumble. That's not going to help out points. Tough teams. I oof. My pick's Miami. Miami. Hmm. Just because Courtney seems to be picking the right teams, I'm going to go Miami as well. <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> well now you guys are making me feel weird but I'm going to also pick Miami it's fine I like the Bills but I think I like them for next year they'll win this matchup next year Good I don't like you. when a new quarterback comes into play the first week it's I a weird agree. vibe with the team that's my thing especially if it's Flynn yeah like mm, I snake bit. New England Patriots at New York Jets when I'm wrong guys I'll admit I'm wrong and I was harsh on the Patriots last week <laughs> yeah I was harsh, and I said to bench the whole team, and I will admit I was wrong. You should have played Steven Goskowski. <laughs> <laughs> I've completely forgot about him because, to me, he's a no-brainer because he's the second-highest-scoring kicker in the league, and I forgot to mention him because I assumed that should have been a no-brainer. So I do apologize for telling you to bench the whole team because you should have started <laughs> the kicker. My bad. And you should start him again this week. <laughs> Moving on to the gut calls. Uh, Steven Ridley, <laughs> you know, we've got him right number 21. You know, Brandon was right that when they utilize Ridley, they win games. It's that simple. I'm so angry. You know, mm-hmm. it's simple. The Patriots had no business being the Saints last week. They had no business. But Ridley stepped up to the plate and scored 22 points with two touchdowns and 96 rushing yards. You know, that made the difference. He's up against the Gents, who have allowed the second fewest points to running backs. So don't expect, you know, another 22-point week from him. But I think that hopefully Belichick saw that we got to give him the ball. Like, we, we just have to make it work. you got to give him the ball. Tom Brady. Ugh, you know what? Brady lovers out there, you are hating me right now. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. He's our 11th rate quarterback. Yes, Brady had a killer pass to Kemperl Hopkins in the end zone in the last few seconds of the game. It was a very exciting game to watch. But that's what we expect from Brady, and this is the first time we've seen that all year. So for me, it's like I'm making him a gut call because even though he you know, only had the 18th highest scoring quarter points, which should land him on your bench, people, whether you like it or not, that should land him on your bench. Maybe, <sighs> maybe the Brady is back of old. I don't know. Maybe he's, he, it's a gut call for me. And Kemperl Tompkins, I have him on my bench. This was a really hard one because with the ever-perplexing Patriot wide receivers, it just gives me anxiety to watch them. You know, even with the great catch he had at the end of the game, Tompkins was only the 21st highest-scoring receiver last week, which still lands him on your bench if you only start two, you know, wide receivers in your league. So 
it's just hard because you've got Amendola who's out. Edelman actually gets the most looks, but, you know, Edelman doesn't seem to want to catch the ball very well here. So <laughs> if you've got three receivers, start Tompkins. If you've got two, mm, you gotta really you got to really think about that one. I'm going to go with the Jets on this one, guys. This is always a really fun matchup Whoa. to watch for me, but I'm going Jets. I, uh, I, I actually covered the Jets, so I'm going to go with the Patriots. And um, I'm serious. Uh, no, I, I, Rex Ryan has a tough time with the Patriots. Um, and yet at the same time, they win really crazy games. So I actually am not confident about that pick, but it's interesting. Uh, there are no play if you got them. Uh, they always game plan specifically for that team, and you just don't know who's going to get the ball. Speaking of, Bilal Powell, he's in the gut calls, and he's a really scary one. He's a 27th-ranked running back. He had a huge drop-off in these last two games. He did hurt his shoulder last week. Um, He says he's okay, but just putting that out there. However, Mike Goodson's out for the season. Get better, buddy. Uh, So that could mean more touches for Powell. And Ivory still hasn't stepped up to the plate. So don't listen to the Ivory hype. Certainly don't start Ivory. Dear Lord. Um, Bench warmers. Geno Smith, please. Come on, guys. Uh, And then, uh, you know, all the wide receivers, it's the same deal. I'm not quite sure who's going to be in or not. Like, literally, they're all hurt. So I don't know even who to write about. And for that, I'm picking New England. I think it's witchcraft. They are near Salem, right? <laughs> yes, you know I'm naming this podcast Bench All the Wide Receivers. Literally, you and yeah. I benched every single wide receiver, basically. <laughs> every single one. Did. Thank God. Pretty cool. Uh, it keeps going. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm picking Jets all the way. I'm not going against Jets. them. I always go against the Patriots. So that's what I'm going with this week. Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles. Great. So Romo and Des Bryant disappointed you yes last week. There's no doubt about it. But this week they won't do it again. They're playing at the Eagles. Easy defense. It's going to be better for them. It's the way it is. I think they were rebounding after Denver. Actually, I think someone just. I think I don't know. It was on one of the major networks. They were talking about actually that teams have really bad games the week after they play Denver because they put so much into this Denver thing. So it's something to think about, actually. Um, but I would definitely start those two. Gut calls, the Dallas defense. You know, they're, they're secretly the fifth-ranked um, fantasy defense this year. And even that's even with scoring zero points against Denver. They're still the fifth-ranked. So Philadelphia has some turnover problems. Vicks out, Foles is in, so they don't have as many. But it is something to think about. Terrence Williams, you know, hey. He was doing all right last week. So I think that we should, you know, hope that Gunslingin' Romo's back and he'll get some points. Jason Witten, we have him ranked as a third tight end, but, man, if you own him, you are not happy. He is boom or Mm -mm. bust. He's driving us crazy. He's just nuts. He's the 10th ranked out of all the tight ends this year, points per game average. He's only been over 10 points two times this year. It's frustrating. So... I don't know if you have a better option. Uh, Benchwarmers, Miles Austin. I don't know what else to say to you guys. <laughs> he had zero catches last week. He's not a fantasy starter. And I love him too. Just don't do it. Um, I'm going Dallas, but Foles is really great. He's really great. So um, I think this is going to be another fantasy orgy, and you know how I love it. And with Drew Brees being out, I picked up Foles. So I'm hoping for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going off oh, going Cowboys. Bam. Going, going Cowboys. It's done. We're going know, Cowboys. Eagles. You got Deshaun Jackson here. 
Number four wide receiver. Love him. You know? And he clearly doesn't care who's throwing the ball. He's just doing his thing. Scoring points. Kicking butt for you. I like That's it. That's why it's an orgy. You play him. You start him. And you know, Sean McCoy, number three, you know, ranked running back on ours. I mean, he scored you 14 points and had 116 yards rushing. He's a beast. You always play him. You know? Period. Um, you know, if you don't, you deserve to lose your fantasy league. That's that. Just saying. My guy calls us Riley Cooper. He had, like, a really big week, guys. So it's kind of like an oddball pick of the week here, but he seems to have pretty good chemistry with Foles. So now that we know that Vic basically is not playing and it's going to be Foles for the week, you know, I think, you know, he's got a pretty decent chance to have a good week, and he's only owning 2% of leagues, so it could be worth a look, guys. Benchwarmers, like I just said, Michael Vick, you, you know, he's basically in that. Although he's active last week, he didn't play, and so I don't see that changing this week. Foles had a good performance last week, so I don't think they're going to rock the boat on that one, so Michael Vick is out. But I'm going to go Cowboys as well. Going, um, I, got, I got a little faith in Romo right now. I like it. We've got the San Francisco 49ers, the Tennessee Titans. Listen, Vernon Davis exploded. 180 yards, two touchdowns. That's nuts. I don't expect that again this week, but he's still going to do well. All right, you start, Davis. Kaepernick is in love with him. They're having dreams about each other. They don't want to disappoint each other. They're playing. you got to play Vernon Davis. Maybe Frank he has Gore, a Vernon Davis tattoo. It wouldn't surprise me. Gore had 101 yards last week against Arizona. He had a touchdown stolen from him by Hunter. You're going to play him. He's still great. We have him ranked number eight. You don't bench your studs, and he's one of your studs. Yeah. San Francisco's defense, we have him ranked number four. Uh, you know, I, I haven't got called just because I feel like Tennessee, you know, is going to be a tougher team for them than they maybe have had. Um, but, again, they're ranked number four. <laughs> They've scored double digits in the last three weeks, so most likely you're going to play him. I don't know who you got that's better. Benchwarmers calling Kaepernick. I'm not going to get into this because we all know how I feel about this, but I'm sure everybody felt <laughs> like it was a victory last week that owned Kaepernick with his 15.66 points. So congratulations. <laughs> um, Bradford, Whedon, Dalton, a plethora of quarterbacks had more points than him, but that's okay. You know what? Congrats. I have him on the bench. With that said, Anquan Bolden deserves to be there as well. Okay? He's given... Tennessee has given up the second fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. This is not his week. This is not his week. I bet Bolden wants Crabtree back so he can get open a little bit more. Just saying. (laughs) Oh, this hurts me to say this, um, but I'm going 49ers. 49ers. So um, Tennessee Titans, the consistency is a problem, so no one's a must-start. Uh, we've, we talked about this in the pre-show when we just kind of chat before we actually start recording. Chris Johnson, what the? Literally, you have to just be happy with four points. It's devastating. I am so sorry people who took him. Now, I never was a big fan, so I certainly wasn't the one that told you to do that. But, man, it must be tough. So, uh, yeah, sorry. He's like Tennessee boyfriend defense, you just though. can't let go. You just can't let go. I think at yeah, <laughs> or the guy that, like, you... Wish didn't talk to you anymore. I, I'm not entirely sure, but uh, Tennessee defense is really decent, actually. Even in Seattle, yeah. they still scored 13 points. Yeah. Hello? I think they're kind of, I mean, I have them in the gut call, but I would almost play them against San Francisco. Oh, heck I yeah. Mean, I, you know, uh, something to think about. Kaepernick if you could score 13 points in Seattle, that's pretty amazing. 
Uh, Kendall Wright, we have him ranked 44th wide receiver. Fitzpatrick and Wright seem to have the best chemistry. So if you're going to own a Tennessee wide receiver, he's the guy. And I don't even know why people own Delaney Walker. I just thought I should tell you you shouldn't. So um, I'm going to pick San Francisco, but I'm not entirely sure if I like it either. Mmm. Mmm. Stinks. I'm also going to go San Francisco. And none Ugh. of us like it. And none all of us, of us like will it. be happy if we all lose this one. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Baltimore Ravens at Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, Ray Rice only got you 4.9 points, but this is a great matchup for him this week, people. You're going to play him. You're going to play him. Pittsburgh gives up the six most fantasy points. Listen, Baltimore lost, lost last week because Ray Rice was not part of their offense. When Ray Rice is part of their offense, they win. They need to win. Torrey Smith, he had a hard week last week, too. I'm sorry he only gave you 1.2 points. But he's usually really fault. good. You can't, you can't, you can't ban- bench him. He's going to blow up if you do. And they're playing Pittsburgh. And if he can get out, he can, he can do it. I have a feeling he's going to do well. He's going to get 100 yards. Not sure about a touchdown, but he's going to get 100 yards. Bold statement. Bold statement. Got calls. <laughs> Jacoby Jones, Marlon Brown. They're back. They're got calls. We have them ranked 73rd and 57. If you're in a deep league. I mean, Flacco's got to throw to somebody, and they might be—they might be that—they might be that guy that's going to have the blowout week for you. So definitely give Brown a look. Joe Flacco, bench him. Sorry, we have him ranked twentieth. Mm, find a different person. Bye 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 bye. I mean, he did have two touchdowns, but he also had two fumbles. Yeah, two fumbles. Yeah. So I mean, and I expect this game, you know to be kind of a low-scoring game, so I'm not in love with it. Although I am going to go with Baltimore Ravens. You have seen the commercial between him and, like, Kaepernick, right, with, like, the chicken nuggets? Love it. So sad. (laughs) I love it. And I don't like either one of them, but for some reason I love the dubbed voices on top of it, especially when he's yelling at at the coach, (laughs) at the sexy, sexy coach with the amazing forearms, which were not shown in that commercial, which is a shame. Shame. Should write a letter. I should. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Hi, Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome back. How you doing? Yeah, it's a good week for them. Mike Tomlin's so happy. Antonio Brown is the best player on the team. He's averaging over 100 yards receiving per game. He's only scored two touchdowns this season, but now that Bell's Le'Veon Bell's healthy and de- demanding defensive attention, I think he's going to pick it up. So he's a must start. Boom. Uh, Heath Miller, not flashy, not a sexy play, but he's dependable. Um, Baltimore gives up the ninth most points to tight ends. It's kind of average, but, you know, Miller scored 3.5, then 7, then 8.4 points in the three weeks he's been back. So that's the right direction. Think about it, Jimmy Graham owners. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, oof. You know what? He had a tough week last week. We said he would against the Jets. Baltimore's D is tough, too. I don't know. Um... Yeah, and Ben Ben Roethlisberger is just, he's going to be a big maybe all season. So every game I'm going to say he's a gut call, and there's really nothing else to discuss. I will give you his middling stats if you want, but why? Um, (laughs) But you know what? I'm going Pittsburgh because I've officially lost my mind. I like it. I'm into it. I'm going to also go Pittsburgh. Wow, and I think I think they're finding their groove a little bit here, honestly. And I think I do too. Tomlin kind of gave them a little confidence when he's like, "Guys, it's still fairly early in the season, you know. It's 
And they hadn't really lost so many divisional player teams. I mean, it's not like they're completely out. So I'm going Steelers. Steel Curtain, baby. Steel Curtain. Cleveland Browns at Green Bay Packers. Jordan Cameron, you gave me quite a scare last week, buddy. Uh, you virtually had, like, no points last week to, like, the very end of the game. And I wish Hoyer was back as his production has, like, greatly decreased with Whedon, you know. So if Whedon just would throw the ball a couple more times, we'd be back to, like, the Hoyer figures. But you need to be a little bit nervous about that. But even with that said, he's still the fourth highest scoring tight end right now. So you kind of have to start him. So Put it on Craigslist. Put, <laughs> put it on Craigslist. Uh, do you watch football? That's okay. You can respond to my ad. We'll still take you. Play Madden? Uh, Josh Gordon, though, you guys. I mean, he produced 126 yards last week, you know, and that landed him within the top 20 receivers. So, you know, we didn't or not, you got to play him, period. You know, Josh Gordon is a must start, you know. You know, and he's just yep. a nice little cherry on top. So, loving some Josh Gordon. Gut calls here, guys. Let's talk about Brandon Weeden. Shall we? Shall we? I need to put this into perspective for you guys Must here. Way. Brandon Whedon scored 16 points last week. This is the same amount of points that Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Sam Bradford, and Russell Wilson all scored. Now, Grant, I would start <laughs> every single one of those guys before Whedon normally, but he is going up against a defense that gives up the six most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and he does have Josh Gordon on his team, you know, and a really solid defense to back him up when he does throw a couple interceptions, which we know is coming. So if you have, you know, Breeze and you didn't have a backup, I think we didn't actually is, a, is worth contemplating this week. Call me crazy, but it's worth contemplating. I'm with you. Right? Yeah, I like Weedon this week. I mean, he the same points as Breeze. Yeah, and more than Rogers. Kaepernick. Yeah. Right? I mean, think about it. Ouch. Don't, Ouch. Yeah. Don't hate on the redheads. Don't hate on them. You know, Browns defense, guys, I have them also in my gut check. You know, here's the deal. The Browns have scored the fourth most fantasy points this year in general, so you should play them. But they're going up against the Packers this week, who have allowed the fifth fewest points of defenses. So I don't feel great about it, but you do have Randall Cobb, who's out, and James Jones is questionable, which really just kind of leaves you Jordy Nelson. So something to think about. I don't know if anybody definitely needs to be on the bench this week for the Browns, kind of like the Steelers. Like, nobody's, like, demanding to be riding the pine, so... That's that. Packers. We got Aaron Rodgers. And Brandon ranked him number two this week, which I thought was interesting being up against the Browns D. But, you know, he hasn't had the showiest games, but, you know, he certainly doesn't look as dominant as he had in the past, but he's been consistent. You know, he's still the eighth highest scoring quarterback in the league right now. So, and he threw for over 300 yards last week. So I think he's got a pretty similar game this week, which means he's going to get you some decent points. Again, like we talked about with Jordy Nelson. A lot of the receivers are out. You know, James Jones is a possibility to be coming back, but Cobb is out, and Cobb was a leading receiver on the team. So that's either going to be great for Jordy or they're going to be focusing on Jordy Nelson so much he's going to produce zero points. So, ooh, this one's – I'm downgrading him to a gut call right now for that reason. You're probably still starting him because he'll probably still score points, but I'm not loving it. And Eddie Lacy, guys, you know, he had a decent week, 12 points. He rushed for 120 yards there, you know. If he gets in the end Love zone, it. it's a huge week. Like, that's all he's missing is the, is the red zone. And he's still scoring double-digit points. So I think he's worth the look. I think he's going to find some holes. And I think he's going to finally find the end zone. I like him this week. You know, uh, again, just for your bench, it's just kind of an injury update that Cobb is out and has not placed on IR with a designation to return tag, though. So don't just, like, completely lose all hope for him. But he is out, and James Jones' knee is a little probable. So 
it's a late afternoon game, so just kind of really look at your lineups and really try to get a feel for whether he's actually going to play or not so you don't completely screw yourself. My pick? Uh, Packers. I'm picking Packers because they're home. I like it. Um, well, yeah, I'm going Packers because uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing against, uh, yeah, whoever that guy was. Houston <laughs> Houston Texans at Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Houston. <laughs> what a mess. Um, Foster had a great week, though, scored 19 points and rushing for 141 yards. You know, we got some poor play at the quarterback position and we got controversy here, so it's no surprise they're leaning on their veteran running back. So I think you're going to have another big week from him. Even though they are playing the Chiefs, you know, but the Chiefs defense has given up the fifth fewest points in the league, but I think Aaron Foster is still going to find some love because, again, the quarterback position is a complete nightmare. Got calls. Andre Johnson. My issue, mm. again, here is, you know, we don't know what to do about the quarterback. So who's going to throw him the ball? And he hasn't really been producing all that much this year, you know, but I don't, I don't love it, but I don't know who else you've got on your team. So he might actually be one of your better options, but... Definitely look at your matchups, guys. I think you guys will be better to go here. And uh, bench warmers, uh, we got Matt Schub here, guys. Surprise, surprise. He's on my bench. Uh, he did sustain an injury last week, and it is unclear as to whether or not he will play. So TJ Yates and Case Keenum will be preparing to play this week. Uh, that's not a good sign. So just don't even think about playing Schub. And I don't like the Texas defense either, guys. They should be off your radar at this point. Like, the Texans in general should be off your radar. Raider, radar. Just don't even Raider. look at the Texans. Don't even do it. Raiders on a bye. <laughs> I'm going Chiefs, guys. <laughs> Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs it is. Well, speaking of those Chiefs, hello. Still undefeated. A little annoying. Um, Kansas City defense, you guys, they're the number one player pretty much in all of fantasy. They are blowing the other defenses out. You will never bench them if you own them, and you know that if you own them. It's crazy town. You're welcome. Jamal Charles, same deal. Why, why would you even debate that? Uh, no one's really a gut call. It's like you play them or you don't, and pretty much you don't play anyone else. The wide receivers are unbelievable. Alex Smith, what do we call it? Gooed the bed? Did he goo the bed last week? He gooed it. Yeah. He gooed it. So I wouldn't do that either. Um, I'm going to pick Kansas City, though, because, man, that defense is for real. And Houston's a mess. Hot mess. It's going to be like interception central. A hot, gooey mess. Listen, I'm picking the Chiefs until they play the Broncos. I'm loving me some Chiefs. Red's a good color on me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, bam. Defense all the way. That's what's all important. the way. Now let's get to the Denver Broncos and Indianapolis Colts. As I said, this Oof. is a very emotional game for Mr. Peyton Manning. We still have him ranked number one. He's still Peyton Manning. Through 295 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, two fumbles. What was that? I know. He did you dirty last week. It was not Peyton, Peyton points that you were expecting. Doesn't matter. You're going to play him. He's going to have a good week, regardless or not, if they win. So we're going to play Peyton Manning. We're going to play the three duos, Wes Welker, Demarius Thomas, and Eric Decker. They're all must-starts, although I will tell you, this is Eric Decker's last chance before he moves into gut calls. Keep drops more balls Great. than any other wide receiver in the NFL. The bad part is, is what I said earlier, Peyton always throws the ball to the guy who just dropped it. So Ugh. he gets another luck, which was really unfortunate for Demarius because he's been screwed, I feel like. 
But he's going to have a big game, I, I, I am hoping, this next week. So you're going to play all three. You're also going to play Julius Thomas. Come on. Number one tight end. He is the child, the six foot five, 250-pound, 24-year-old child Peyton has always wanted. You playing yep. him. <laughs> Matt Prater, I'm sorry. Ranked number one kicker. You're playing him. Gut calls, no Sean Marino. I know he blew up last week and had three touchdowns, but I just, I'm not feeling it this week. Indianapolis gives up the eighth fewest points to running backs. It's scary. And defense. Uh, we're getting back, Mr. Von Miller, but mm, mm, they don't look good. I don't like them. I just don't like them. Say bench them against the Colts. Luck's going to score some points. Yeah, sometimes it's not great when players come back, though, you know, because the kind of chemistry is off at that point. So, I mean, who knows? As far as with the Colts, who we're talking about here now, Andrew Luck, number five ranked quarterback. He had a miserable week last week. Miserable. But this is a new week, and like Courtney said, it's an emotional week. Peyton Manning will be back, and Luck is going to want to prove why the Colts made a good choice in releasing Peyton. This is going to be a shoot out game. This will be a high-scoring game, which is all you really care about in fantasy. You don't really care about the outcome. It's just going to be lots of points. So I like Andrew Luck this week. Gut calls. I got Reggie Wayne and T.Y. Hilton. You know, both these guys had minimal production last week with, you know, Wayne Frey a little better than Hilton. But they are going up against the Broncos secondary, which gives up the third most points in the league. So the only reason I say gut calls, they may kind of cannibalize each other on this one a little bit. Um, so that's my only concern there. But they're both going to score. Trent Richardson. Wow. They're going to score like a touchdown? <laughs> yeah. They're going to score. Both of them? I think I like they might it. both score. They might. I think I, I just, for I think sure. this is great because we want to bench everyone. So this is good to have two options. Two receivers, yeah. You maybe have five receivers you can play this week now, guys. You're welcome. Get excited. <laughs> it's all in this one matchup, though. Yeah. <laughs> it is all in this matchup. <laughs> so it's where all the starters are coming. We're all screwed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Reggie Wayne, you know, because he's going to have an emotional game, too. You know, I mean, like him and Peyton were okay. a little tandem together. So I think, you know, they're going to want to get Reggie the ball. And T.Y., I think it's just going to be open because our secondary is just – the Broncos secondary is terrible. So – Listen, Reggie Wayne said there's a lot of players who've done a lot for Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. I hope he gets hit. Anyways. Well, yeah, he's, he's actually been a little underappreciated there, to be honest with you, but, you know, it's all right. Trent Richardson didn't have an amazing week last week. He's going to be as the Broncos line, which is the, the eighth least. most points to running backs, as we mentioned. So the Broncos D is not great, guys. So I, I think Richardson's actually going to find his way to the end zone this week. I think it's going to happen. It's going to get in. Calling it right now. I am benching the Colts defense for obvious reasons. This is going to be a <laughs> shootout. And, uh, I bet you can name 50 reasons. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. Is, if, you're th- if you're even considering this, it's ridiculous. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, I'm going to go Broncos just because I think that Ursay's comments to Peyton's going to get him fired up. I like it. Courtney, you picked the Broncos because you didn't say anything. Are oh, you yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Broncos. I'm picking the Broncos. I don't like this matchup. I don't like this game. I can't wait till it's over, but I'm picking the Broncos. Yeah, I'm picking the Broncos, too. Um, I'm wondering if Von Miller's going to do something to get him suspended on the field. We'll see. Pull a Sue. Yeah. I'm okay with that. He's crazy. Mm, I like it. I like how cray-cray he is. 
Minnesota Vikings at New York Giants. Who's excited, guys? <laughs> huh? Game of the week. Game, Game of, the, of week. the week. It's going to be so good. The only person you're playing is Adrian Peterson. Let's be serious. I mean, Adrian had a rough week on the field and off the field. You know, it was a very tough personal week for him with the death of his two-year-old son. Um, so I, it's not, you know, unexpected that he didn't have the great week. Um, and he did miss a practice this week. But I think, you know, you'd never bench AP, period, ever. You'd never do it. It'd be stupid. Um, he's really the only person you play. You know, the issue right here, there's really not any gut calls, again, because you're either Adrian Peterson or you're everybody else. Is really how the Vikings work for me. So, you know, you got Josh Freeman was named the starter for this week just, just you know, a few hours ago. And Christian Ponder is actually going to be the backup, which is interesting as Matt Castle has started the last two games. So what this translates into is that uh, you don't go near any of these guys. So just don't do it. It's just basically like rotating quarterbacks at this point. Although they are a rather attractive little trio. I will say. They are. Oh, great. They're yeah. the best looking trio They're the best looking the trio of quarterback mm-hmm. in the Good NFL. Call. You combine them all like together. Best and call you, of the week. Yeah, best call of the week right there, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, they're all good looking. But you put them all together, you still don't have a decent quarterback. Who's your so pick? That's, yeah. So that's a problem. Um, I'm picking Giants, guys. <gasps> Doing it. Uh, Okay. Doing it. Uh, Eli. All right. Um, I, you know, it's interesting. Courtney, uh, your feelings about Eric Decker is how I feel about Victor Cruz. This is your last chance, buddy, to be the must-start column. And then you're going to have to go into gut calls. And I know it's not your fault. I know it's Eli's fault. I agree. You blame Eli for but everything. that's the reality in which we live. <laughs> it's not Peyton's fault, Eric. It's your fault and your reality show. Okay. No, that's true. It's a totally different set of circumstances, but, you know, I'm just putting it out there. Uh, listen, Brandon Jacobs, hello. How yeah. are you, 2009? Big Welcome week. Welcome back. Big so week. great. I think there was good music that year. So, listen, he's not a sexy player. He's a little bit, uh, you know, mature, but that's fine. They signed Peyton Hillis, but that's because they really are really, really thin there. Um, but I think Jacobs won the job. I actually saw him win the job during the game, and congratulations to him. And I picked him up in a couple leagues, so you should too if you are hard hard up at uh, running back, which is what I am. Uh, Hakeem Nix, whatever, he might get traded. That's crazy. I don't have any more information about that, but that's reality. And Eli Manning, you know how I feel. And he had another three-interception game. Please stop. Stop playing him. Moving on. And I'm talking to you, Coughlin. Uh, my pick is uh, <laughs> you can't bench Eli. Come on, you can have deserve to bench that. Eli. Two-time Super Bowl that. champion. I'm sorry. Two-time interception uh, in the uh, first five minutes of the game. You bench when him. When do we stop? When do we stop? I can't. I agree with we you. Don't. It's great that he had the super, two Super Bowls, but this is insane. You need it's, to watch it. It's a fool's errand. It's a rough Moving patch. On. Every relationship I'm, goes through a rough patch, Brandon. This is this is divorce, <laughs> and they need to take a break. They need to take a break. Yeah, yeah, big time. At least might, a separation. Yeah. It might be separation time. Minnesota's my pick because until the Giants can prove they can win, I cannot pick them. Oof. See, I'm going Giants. First yeah. win here. Freeman, Freeman's going down. Giants first win. We're going big here, Ashley. I like yep. it. All in. 
Well, thank you, ladies. Make sure you guys set your lineups. We've got Seattle Seahawks and Arizona Cardinals playing Thursday night. So uh, Marshawn Lynch, if he was ever on your bench, which he shouldn't have been, make sure he's in. Check us out on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network, and on HerFantasyFootball.com for our rankings, news, and much more. Chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. Until next week, guys, no more faking it. (laughs) 